Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Back to Trendy, presented by Omaha, the show where we like to compete, watch for the best ways to wager for casual cappers. And Eddie, we had to take this a little bit early, uh, midway through hockey action on Tuesday night. So unlike most times, I don't have a real update on our bets, but I bet you are feeling good after you watched Kentucky go down in flames and Chelsea give up a goal in the very last minute. Yeah, I, uh, I'm still going to be sweating out a couple bets here. I know we talked about the Oilers uh, ad nauseum yesterday. They're in a tight one. Um, and my Rangers are about to drop the puck any minute now, so I'll be watching that. But, um, yeah, I, I I mean, it's it's going to be a, a tough week uh, with these hockey bets for me, strictly hockey. But uh, looking forward to uh, giving out some more of those today. And then eventually later in the week, we'll get to the NFL action that everyone wants to hear. Well, there is a stat in soccer, and I know you know it's not your uh, primary passion, but there's a stat in soccer called XG, which measures every single shot and the likelihood that it'll result in a goal based on all the factors that go into that, right? So like a penalty is like basically point X eight Gs. You expect it to go in almost every single time. Chelsea kept a clean sheet for 88 minutes. They were up six to zero. And with two minutes remaining, they gave up a goal on a shot that was a 50 to one, Eddie. 50 to one to convert to actually score from that position. For the entire game, for Burrow to get a goal, uh, they were at 0.15 XG, which is six to one. So yelling and screaming is the natural emotion, natural emotion for such a bad beat. But once that's done, what you should be thinking about is how you get even more money in the pot next time when you're getting even odds on a 2% long shot. I, uh, I'll have to, I mean, 50 to one odds. Like, that's, that's wild. Um, I know that, uh, soccer is something that I need to slowly get into. Just listen to you and Brett. Uh, I should trace back my heritage to see where my family is from, uh, in the UK. Maybe there's like a local team. I will, uh, I'll start following it. I, I must admit though, I have watched a lot of that. Um, welcome to Rex. I think the name of the show, the mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds, uh, uh, thing with Rob McElhenney from it's always sunny, which is one of my favorite shows. It's a fantastic show and it makes me like really love the, um, you know, why I love college football is like the pageantry. It's the, the extra stuff around it with, with soccer or, or football as they call it. I mean, I really do love that. It's like, it like the per- people's lives in Wrexham matters based on this club. And it's not even near the top of like the premier league. It's way, 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 way down. So it, it, I do love the passion that uh, all those fans have over there. So I, I could see why you love it so much. And uh, you know, that's why you keep giving out those bets. Well, just like everybody with the last name Spaghetti, your genealogy definitely goes back to England and not Italy. <laughs> one sport that you don't have to pay uh, new attention to, Eddie, because you're one of the most foremost experts that I know is the NHL. You're giving out NHL picks the entire week. <laughs> but before we get into tonight's slate of uh, selections from you, I thought we would break down some NHL futures for people that have been wrapped up in football, wrapped up in other sports, and now just are getting around to paying attention on the ice. So I ask you to start looking at some of the NHL futures. Tell us a little bit about where we're at in this season. Who do you like to come through and win some bets and which bets are the best value? 
Sure. Um, so I'll start with uh, some that uh, right now you cannot find on Caesars, but uh, they will pop up, I'm sure, eventually because there are two you know, very popular bets to place, and that's the winner of the MVP, the Hart Trophy. If you're looking at the stats right now, um, the league-leading scorer right now as we record this is Nathan McKinnon uh, of the Colorado Avalanche, uh, one of the best younger players in the league. He has 77 points, one point ahead of Nikita Kucherov and Tampa Bay. I think that you know, sometimes, you know, look, the, the award Toby is voted on by human beings, writers, people who follow the league. Um, you, we would be lying to ourselves. We don't think that the narrative plays along in it. I I don't think there's a lot of love for Nikita Kucherov. And I think people are kind of tired of the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like they had their reign of dominance and they've done a, a couple things where they, you know, he was injured and they kind of circumvented the cap by putting him on the, uh, the, the injured list there and they brought him back for the playoffs. So Nathan McKinnon, leading the league in points, being on a very good team in Colorado um, and could be one of the faces of the league i think that he's a guy to look when those odds are up to bet on him uh to win the hard trophy but there are some other guys involved too like david posternock uh is going to be up there but I, I really like mckinnon there and another pick that is not currently on uh on caesars to bet right now but i think it will be a neck and neck race for the president's cup trophy aka the most points in the nhl that's the boston bruins um right now the vancouver canucks surprisingly uh are leading the league in points with 68 but the reason why i like boston number one is because look what they did last year they won it last year they broke mm -hmm. records but uh this year they they're just a team that doesn't really lose in regulation they get things to overtime and what does that mean at least you go into overtime and then eventually the shootout you're definitely getting yourself one point so they've done really good a uh, good job at that they have nine overtime losses so they're at least getting a point in those losses which is why they have 67 points uh, even though they have a, a couple less wins than the uh, the vancouver canucks so i really see the boston bruins because of just how steady they are defensively they're getting a lot of good production of their uh their third and fourth lines so i just think that they're going to end up winning the, the the president's cup trophy though that is a curse because not a lot of teams want to win it I'm, i hope my rangers do not win it um but speaking of my rangers these bets you could place right now now on Caesars. I do think the Rangers will win the Metro uh, minus 120. The uh, simple fact they've been playing most of the season, missing key pieces. They missed uh, Igor Shosturgeon for a couple of weeks and he's back. They missed Adam Fox for pretty much the whole month of November. They're Norris Trophy winning defensemen. Um, and they've missed Kabakaka, who just came back and is only played in two games, but like smaller shifts on the ice. So uh, he's getting kind of uh, worked back into his normal uh, time on the ice there. And then we got uh, really good news today that Philip Hedo, who's dealt with a lot of concussions in his uh, in his day, he's coming back. So the the roster will be fully healthy, probably post all-star game week. Um, so I just think that the Rangers are just a solid team in every facet. And there's no reason why they shouldn't win the Metro. I know the, the Philadelphia Flyers are kind of right behind them. I don't think Philadelphia is that good. I, I think people who are buying into them are, are kind of lost. There's just not a lot of talent in the team and their goalie Carter Hart will be missing some time, but with a personal leave. So again, I, I like the Rangers to win the Metro. Another thing that I would bet on, uh, maybe this is my East coast uh, bias here, but the cup winning conference is the East it's minus minus one ten. I just talked about the Bruins. I just talked about the Rangers. Uh, we cannot forget about, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs with uh, Austin Matthews, one of the greatest goal scorers in this game of this generation. Um, you know, we still have the Carolina Hurricanes, who are a very, very good team. They're in the Eastern Conference. Even if the Devils, you know, Jack Hughes is hurt, but if, you know, we saw what the run they made last year, if he comes back, healthy they squeak in the nhl is the one playoff format where the eight seed could always upset the one seed you never know they could go on a run there um so there's enough teams in the east i think they have 
the uh, while you could argue that the West has, you know, the Vancouver Canucks are playing really well. I mentioned the Colorado Avalanche. I think those are kind of a top heavy conference, whereas the East is a little bit deeper. So I think the East Eastern Conference to win the cup minus 110 is a bet that I would 100 percent place. So those are, you know, four or five, a couple of things to look out here for some futures bets uh, right now where we stand a little bit before the, uh, the All-Star game coming up. So, so Eddie, let me ask about one that's on Caesars that jumped out at me is somebody who comes in and out of hockey, uh, you know, pretty casually. Mm-hmm. The Stanley Cup winner winner by country, USA is minus 380 and Canada is plus 290. Like to the casual fan, isn't this somewhat backwards? Isn't this like Canada being a favorite and like, oh, biggest belt buckles or complaining to managers while uh, – while traveling abroad like why is usa such massive favorites over canada when it's their national sport that's a great question and it really what it comes down to is if you're betting on canada plus 290 to win the cup that basically means that you think that the stanley cup winner is going to be i'm going to narrow it down just to two teams but you could probably get it to four if you really want to stretch things with the adding in the Leafs and the Winnipeg Jets. I'm sorry for all the Winnipeg Jets fans that are listening. Um, you, you know, it's this team has 64 points, fantastic season, but they're just not a team that I could really see advancing that far in, into the playoffs. I think they're kind of fluky, but the the Canucks and the Oilers are the two teams that are from Canada that I think they could really win it. Um, I think Toronto is a team that people think every year has a shot, but they're just one of those snake bit teams that never really get it done during crunch time. They're almost cursed. Uh, so to speak. But again, look at all the American teams uh, that are that are very, very good. Um, starting in the West last year, the Knights, uh, obviously they won the Stanley Cup. They're going to be around. The LA Kings are a tough out in the playoffs. Uh, we've seen that year in, year out. I think the Colorado Avalanche certainly could represent the West in the Stanley Cup Finals. I would not be shocked if they are in the Stanley Cup Finals. So there's another team. I, I believe it might have been on this show. If not, it might have been on minus three, but I did say the Dallas Stars were my pick to reach the Western Conference Final. Um, they still have 60 points. They're still going to be a very, very good team. And then I didn't list any of the teams in the East, like the Boston Bruins, the Florida Panthers, Panthers are good again. Uh, my Rangers, the Carolina Hurricanes, I said, the Devils get healthy. The Flyers are hanging around. There's just so many teams in the East where I think there's a better chance of seeing them, um, you know, reach the, the the Stanley Cup from America than Canada. So it's just a numbers thing, really. Canada probably only has two legitimate contenders. And I would say, whereas uh, the American teams, counting the Avalanche and counting the Rangers and the Hurricanes and the Bruins and the Panthers, you're looking at probably like upwards of like, you know, five-ish or so. So there's there's more teams from America right now that are probably better suited to win the cup, which is why the odds are shifted in our favor. Well, my patriotism was hurt when we weren't winning hot dog contests, for God's sake. So this must drive Canada absolutely crazy. And I noticed you didn't give out a Stanley Cup winner. I know you're a bit of a superstitious guy, but you gave them out to win the uh, division. You gave out the Eastern Conference to win the Cup. So I will tell everybody at home, you don't have to say a word, that the Rangers are plus 750 to win the Stanley Cup. And I think there is somebody making a date to fly back for a ticker tape parade come June. I'll, I'll meet you halfway, Toby. If we're looking at the odds right now on Caesars, you mentioned the Rangers odds, the Avs plus 750, the Bruins plus 800, Oilers plus 850, and then the Knights, the Canes, the Panthers are at 10 to 1. I would say 
just stick with those teams. I think your winner is going to come from that group, that chunk right there. I would almost even eliminate the Panthers. So just from the Hurricanes on up to the Avalanche and the Rangers at plus 750, those are probably the teams to focus on um, to win the cup there. I know it's pretty crazy too because the Vancouver Canucks are not even in that. And that's the team right now leading the NHL in points. So Vegas is saying that they think that Vancouver is kind of a paper tiger, uh, a better regular season team. Those odds are 20 to 1. I mean, if you really want to just buy into the present the potential president's cup winner, the t- potential points leader, um, you know, like that's not a bad bet at all. But if, if it was up to me without breaking my superstitions, I would say that those group of teams probably had the best shot uh, at winning the cup or hoisting Lord Stanley in a, in a few months. Well, last question for you, Eddie, uh, what is the best time to get in these bets in terms of value? Is it now? Do you need to see a few more weeks? Do you need to get to the all-star game? Is yeah. it like you need to see what the draws are in the playoffs? Cause the odds won't change that much, but that'll give you some matchup equity that you can analyze a little bit better. Like when, when do you think is the optimal time to get in your tickets? I think if you really want to put in some smart bets and obviously, you know, you, you may lose on the the better odds, but I, I just think hockey is such a tough sport where chemistry matters. We've seen a number of coaching changes already. We've seen, you know, there's going to be player movement upcoming. I think definitely wait to the all-star break. And I just think it's one of those things where you start to see teams like uh, how they deal with injuries, how they move around their lines. And it's, you know, I just mentioned the Rangers stuff before there. I mean, a ton of players in the Rangers, some of their best players were missing a chunk of time. So like, you don't know how teams could respond to that. Whereas I I would feel better about it. Once you see the all-star game come and go, then you have a better sense of like, which teams are for real, which teams kind of fade away. You know, I think like the the Flyers, for example, are a team that may fade away. The reason why I'm picking the Bruins to have more points than the Canucks, I think they're just a better team, which is why Vegas kind of agrees with me, why the Canucks, the odds win the cup are so low. So uh, I think for smart bets, I would probably hold off until the post uh, of the all-star break because you're getting enough of a chunk of the season to kind of really understand how these teams are going to operate. All right. Well, I'm going to have you back on before the playoffs and we'll clip some of this out and see how your notes compare and see if we should be betting even earlier next year. Uh, Thank you for the preview on hockey, Eddie. That was really useful for me and others that are just getting back into the sport. Let's give Caesars a little bit of love and then get into Wednesday's action. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after 
qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino. Call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net, New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, we are back. And Eddie, I only gave out three picks on uh, Monday. Two of them are already dead. So I'm going to assume that one of your hockey picks is going to hit. You're going to have the lead and I'm going to give you honors. So what is your heart pick for Wednesday and Thursday's games? Uh, my heart pick here, it's heart because I love seeing an American kid uh, leading the NHL in goal scoring, and that is Austin Matthews, Austin with an O of the Toronto Maple Leafs, which I talked about a little bit before. He has 38 goals on the season. They are playing, uh, I believe it's uh, it's Winnipeg. Um, no odds on that yet, but I, I think that this is a guy that's had multiple games this season with a hat trick. Um, he can score goals in a bunch of different ways. He could be in front of the net with those dirty goals. Obviously, he could just gain the zone and do it himself. Um, the Leafs are a top-heavy team, which is why they have some trouble in the playoffs. But I think right now, in terms of offense, he's probably the scariest guy you could see come into your uh, your defensive zone here because he just makes magic with what he does with his uh, with the puck on that stick. And uh, I think awesome and to score is a lock because the guy has just been so money all season long and truly is one of the best players of this generation. He was now kind of playing in the shadow of Connor McDavid. So I really like Matthews to score versus a surprise good Winnipeg Jets team. 
I imagine Happy Gilmore is still the scariest guy to see skating at you since he stabbed the man with the skate and got thrown out of his league for it. Uh, I am going to go, and I, I will just admit to you and the audience, I still haven't fully recovered from being under the weather. And so when you're feeling down, you want those comfort things, you want that warm blanket, you want that soup, and you want that bets that you go to over and over again. So I've got a bunch of those today, and I am going to start with a Chet bet. We're going with Chet Holmgren and Wembenyama, who are going head-to-head on Wednesday night. I'm going to take the over on threes in an SGP. Now, I want to see the odds because we're taping Tuesday night. By the time you hear this on Wednesday morning, we'll have a graphic up with the exact pick. If um, if the one pluses are posted, I'll probably put those together. Otherwise, I imagine both of them will be at one and a half with a really good number. So you're probably going to see, like, be way up in the pluses by putting these together. And we saw on Monday night, Eddie, I mean, I, I called it right. I said that uh, Wemby and Embiid were going to show out for each other and show out they did. Embiid, of course, dropped 70 points to show the young buck who's boss. But that bet that I gave out uh, hit, I believe, even in the first quarter. Wemby stuck a couple of threes and Embiid ended up hitting one. If we take the show earlier, you would be way down, sir, because that was going to be my cred bet. And I think we're going to see some uh, similar vibe here on Wednesday as these two guys go head to head. They're the co-favorites for Rookie of the Year. They're hopefully, if we're all lucky, enough going to be rivals for the next decade as they display their incredibly rare and and incredibly powerful skill set in the modern NBA. And it's really weird that this like this is the bet I'm going to take when these guys show off for each other, right? Like, I don't think Ewing and Cartwright were like, oh, all right, we're going to go out and settle this from 25 feet. They're more likely to do it on the block or with pistols at 25 paces instead of outside the arc. But that is what these guys are doing in the modern NBA. I think we might end up seeing a bit of a, you could do this, I could do it contest. Both of them will get up five attempts. And I like both of them to drop at least one or two, depending on what the odds are posted at in the morning. I think it's pretty great in a sense that we forget that Chet Holmgren really could have started playing last season, but then because of the injury was, you know, delayed a year. And now that he has this like natural rivalry with Wemby, like you pointed out, uh, but instead of under the rim, they're going to be doing it from uh, way, way far out, which is uh, crazy for seven plus footers to to be shooting it. But like you said, that is the way the modern NBA is there. So, um, but I'll keep moving along to my, my head bet. And last episode talked a lot about the Vancouver Canucks was talking about them just a little bit before about their, uh, their very high point totals uh, leading the NHL right now as we're recording this in points here. Uh, I like this bet a lot. Versus they're, they're playing a tough uh, St. Louis team here uh, on Wednesday. So I like this bet where it is uh, both teams to score, but Vancouver wins. It's minus 114. Uh, again, I'm just going to ride the hot team. They did win um, my, my previous bet on last episode of Trendy. Uh, I'm going to keep riding them because, again, they're just all facets. They've been good. Thatcher Demko and goalie's been great. Um, the plus minus from a lot of their top defensemen, including Quinn Hughes, part of this Hughes conglomeration now the, taking over the NHL. He's been awesome. Um, this this team, JT Miller, a guy, former Ranger, who just blossomed over in uh, you know the western part of uh, the states. So uh, it's just it's been incredible to see this team that nobody really thought about uh, is exploding right now. So I, I can't see I don't see a shutout happening. Uh, I see both teams scoring, and I see uh, a Vancouver win in minus one fourteen. I think it's a nice and easy bet to place on uh, right now the best team in hockey. Uh, Eddie, we heard you at the top of the show. Uh, I don't know anybody who knows hockey better. And so when you give out a well-researched pick with positive odds, I am going to, of course, listen. This is the bet I am going to tail of your selections today. Not only that, uh, you did the research, you gave out a good one. You were 
we're going against my hometown team later, and I'm not going to do that. So in my head category, continuing with my comfort bets, I'm going back to one I was playing a lot two weeks ago, and I am going with over 0.5 first quarter assists for a pair of NBA players. We're going with Tyler Hero and Carl Anthony Towns, fresh off of 62 points. So for Hero, Eddie, I know you don't watch the NBA every night, but if you did, you would see this bet cash basically every time. He's done it in 10 of the last 10, 19 of the last 20, and 96%, 96% of the games this year, Eddie, Tyler Hero has a first quarter assist. He's playing the Grizzlies. Nothing about that matchup scares me off looking or uh, scares me off of what it seems like the rare, sure thing in a soft market like first quarter props. And in order to get that from, you know, minus 195, which is I think we're sitting on Caesars up into a, a really juicy number. I am going with Carl Anthony Towns. It's not often that a guy comes off 62 points and you're going to make a bet on him passing more the next time out. But they are going against the Wizards and they might score 40 in the first quarter of that matchup. And I think it's important to note that he did have 62, but it came in a loss to one of the worst teams in basketball. So that ain't the answer. The the Timberwolves have won with a different brand of basketball. I think they snap back into it. I think the ball moves around a little bit more. doesn't stick with him. And I think he will have plenty of chances to pick up a dime in the first quarter to cash this bet for me at plus 148. I think you made it quite easy for me to tell that one. Uh, obviously, the odds, too. Plus 140, you got to love that. So if you're going to get that, I want to make sure I get a piece of that. Uh, isn't it crazy, too, that Carl Anthony Towns puts up the the game he did, and then you look like you check the scoreboard, and then, oh, Joel Embiid went over 70 points, and it's like just overshadowing his uh, his his you know career day there. So could not quite reach the 70-point uh, mark, but still a great effort by Carl Anthony Towns. And like all the stats you just mentioned, that's good enough for me. So I, I will tell you on that. So I guess both of our uh, our head bets there both been tailed. Um, but I could move this uh, along over to the well, uh, before you before we get to the heater. Like I know Chamberlain averaged 50 points a game, and so yeah. there were like some crazy point totals in old school NBA when like there was a shot every like seven seconds or whatever it might be. But is 62 points likely the the highest? second highest total on the night in NBA history. Like that's a, that you brought it up there yeah. for a second. I never thought about that. That is nuts that he didn't even lead the league in scoring that night at 62. And it's both by dudes who are uh, at what minimum six foot 10, like two bigger uh, guys. It was, this wasn't like, you know, Kobe years back when he put up 80 plus or, you know, Jordan had, you know, the 66 game and a bunch of other I'm trying to think the guys who scored over 70. I know like Dame Lillard had a big one, Donovan Mitchell. Usually it's Kobe. those guys. Yeah, who play the two, they play the three. Uh, but seeing Cat and, and seeing uh, Joel Embiid do it uh, at their size, again, this goes back to what you said earlier about, you know, with with Holmgren and and Wemby. It's like these bigger guys on the court, they're just way more versatile than you see back in the day. Um, and they could just stretch the floor. They could do anything they want. And it's, it's just like guys like that who can go inside, outside, they could just kill you. And uh, scoring that, I mean, that must be some kind of record. The, the second highest total of the night uh, in the 60-plus range is, is absolutely wild. 10 threes for Cat in that game. Just like crazy stats everywhere. But heading over to the heater category, I'm still waiting for Friday so I can see a full slate of odds before I give all of my NFL props for the weekend. But I know you are riding the uber hot Oilers team this entire week. Who do they have on Thursday and who do you like in that action? Well, the Oilers are taking on the uh, second worst team in the uh, NHL in terms of points, and that is the Chicago Blackhawks. And again, you can make the the, the case right now that may even be worse than the Sharks because they got some more bad news uh, overnight. Connor Bedard's going to miss a chunk more time for that broken jaw uh, after he took that hit, a clean hit, I may add. 
But again, right now I'm uh, kind of sweating out this Oilers to keep this winning streak alive. I keep refreshing it right now. They're in the third period tied actually with the Blue Jackets. But I, I do like the Oilers to win this. Uh, I'm going to keep riding them in the streak because I just think that they they finally made the changes they need to. And again, this Blackhawks team, they got rid of Corey Perry. Uh, Bedard's hurt. There's just not a lot of talent there. And right now, um, you know, the, the top end units for this Oilers team are playing great. There's a reason why they've won so many games. They broke this record. Um, to me, it's an easy bet. You got to take the Oilers here they have a really easy week of games yeah and like you're sweating that game out right now this is so much different than the nfl right like if we were in the fourth quarter of a of a, and you had 14 points on the spread and you need two touchdowns to cover like you feel like your ticket was already torn but in hockey with them pulling the goalie like all mm -hmm. you really need is the oilers to get a goal sometime before the last three minutes and then they seem equally likely to get a second so suddenly you can cover that puck line it and that and especially if you just take a bad penalty with a team like the the Oilers who are lethal on the power play, like the special teams matter. Uh, and it's also the difference of why some team, some good teams become great is because you're good in special teams. And obviously having Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid makes life a lot easier for you. So, uh, you know, watching these games at the Blackhawks, the Blue Jackets tonight, they take a bad penalty. Uh, like you said, Toby, that score can go from one, one to two, one to three, one real quick. All right. Well, how are you going to run it up on me with an empty net on your cred category? Uh, my cred pick here. Um, you know, I talked about it right way, way back in the beginning of the show with, you know, guys you have to bet on to win the NHL's MVP award, the Hart Memorial Trophy. Uh, and I think that Nathan McKinnon, just to record a point, they're at home, the Avalan uh, Avalanches uh, versus your Washington Capitals Wednesday night. Um, the guy's keeping pace, uh, like I mentioned with Nikita Kucherov. This team is playing really, really well. I just like him to score. He is the focal point of this team now, even though they have their lineup is relatively healthy. He's just been the man. He's honestly, obviously on the PP1 unit on their top line um his speed is otherworldly and he just crashes the net so hard so he's just always in the mix uh night in night out for the avalanche and again it's my cred pick because it's pretty easy to say the best player on one of the best teams should score and especially on his home ice uh, i i get i can't see how he does not score either even strength or on the uh the, the power play and i wish him the worst of luck against the capitals not only because it's your bet because it's i want those boys tough, to win tough matchup for them yeah, a lot of them are. Uh, so getting back into my, my comfort zone here, the things I like to do the most on this show, it seems like, is back the Timberwolves, back the Thunder, and fade the Wizards, fade the Spurs, and fade the Hawks. And what do you know? I got a chance to do basically all of that together in one night on Wednesday. So we are playing a money line parlay. The Timberwolves, the Thunder, and the Warriors. You put the three of those together in a Jordan fadeaway special against the Wizards, Spurs, and the Hawks, and you get the plus 112. Already talked a little bit about that Timberwolves game. Um, the Wizards are – like, Martin Weiss likes to say this. Like, I'm, I wasn't wrong. I was first. I still don't think the Pistons' losing streak is safe. If they hadn't won that one game against the Hawks, I think they'd already basically be there. Like, they are going to continue to lose night after night. They were favored against the Pistons. They were favored against the Spurs. They lost both of those games. And I have no idea when they will actually get a victory. It'll be one of those like two percenters like Burrow hit earlier today for them to actually get a W because there's no world in which they as an NBA team, particularly with what their allegedly best players are on the trading block, what they're going to resemble in the back half of this year is a, is a fade opportunity every single night and I will continue to bank it. Uh, Thunder get the Spurs. We have Chet and and uh, Wemby. I am slightly worried about this game. The Spurs do have a back-to-back -back, uh, Friday and Saturday. 
So I think they will play Wemby tomorrow, send him out probably Friday night against the Blazers, and then play him over the weekend. But we will see. But at the end of the day, like Wemby is great. Wemby is generational. Wemby is super fun to watch. And the Spurs are still terrible, and both those things can be true. Thunder is just absolutely one of the best teams in the league. And so to just get them on the money line, I know that they're going to be competitive. I know Wemby's going to want to win, but I just I, there's no world in which I see it happening against this stacked Thunder team. Finally, the Hawks remain the single worst team against the spread in the entire NBA. They are historically bad from a gambling sense, and they just lost Trey Young. The Warriors are far from their top form, but even they can take care of this reeling Hawks team. So you put the three of them together, you get a plus number in front of it, and you get two of my units in Wednesday night action. Uh, you, with all your uh, NBA bets here, I, I just like to bring this up since the NBA had some pretty major news today. I wanted to see your opinion on it quickly. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks, who were 30 and 13, fired their head coach, Adrian Griffin, after 43 games, the third shortest tenure in NBA history for a head coach. If you were or a Bucks fan, you're rooting for this team. And I, I know there's some rumblings that he wasn't really a great coach. And he, I believe he went 0 for 14 in his previous head coaching interviews before he finally got this job. And people wanted him out to begin with. But then you go and replace him with Doc Rivers, who was a guy who basically said that he's not capable as a coach to get over the hump. And that's why he went to TV. I just feel like if I was a Bucks fan, I would be losing my mind right now for doing this. Even if this coach is bad, bringing Doc Rivers to me does not seem like the antidote to whatever their problem, like their, their problems are in Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, it's a great point. We see this all the time in soccer. Uh, so you mentioned Brett and I doing Covered in Glory. We see all the time, like, a really quick trigger and firing the coach and bringing in somebody else and expecting it to change your fortune. But as we talk about on the show, there's only a handful of managers that are true, true difference makers at the top level. And Doc Rivers ain't one of them. Hmm. So Doc Rivers hasn't won the title since 08. He's had some of the most talented teams in the league. Fantastic analyst, fantastic father, fantastic fantastic guy, dean right. of the coaches, pillar of the league, but not the guy that you say, okay, well, we're going to blow up our franchise simply for the opportunity to bring this guy in. We couldn't pass that over. Although I will say, like, there is something to be said, just like in soccer, about enforcing standards. If you're, uh, If you think the guy's not up to snuff, then get rid of them rather than uh, have that same thought in the back of your head for three years. I think it's a little crazy they did it mid-season. I think it's a little crazy that they did it with such a great record. I think we'll see a notebook dump come out any day now of what was going on in the locker room behind the scenes that actually led to this. And all of a sudden, like, we'll be not, we'll breaking our necks, nodding our heads at why they did it. But I have to assume it was more about getting rid of him than bringing in Doc to replace him. Yeah, that must be it. And and I, I guess you do a buy. You probably would like hockey more than you realize, too, because that's a big thing in hockey. If the message goes stale in the locker room, got to replace the coach no matter what the record is. I just thought that was a strange one uh, because we haven't heard any rumblings yet. But you're absolutely right, Toby. You're, we're going to hear in a couple of days from Giannis's camp and Dame's camp and whoever else that he was causing issues and wasn't the right guy. I just I just had to bring it up. I thought that was a really bizarre move uh, when a team is, you know, 27 games uh, above 500 to do that. Yeah, I mean, like we talked about 62 being maybe the second, the most second highest uh, point total on a given night. Like I wonder in a single season with 50 games coached, what coach got high, fired with the highest winning percentage? Like this has to be a pretty strong competitor, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, like they better hope they win this like title now or at least win the East because uh, strange move. They tank with Doc Rivers, boy, oh boy, bad move. Yeah. Well, I'll miss him on TV, but I wish him the best of luck. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead and hear from our sponsors. Come back with the Second Guest Express. Do a couple plugs and get you on your way.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Eddie, we are back. I gave you honors at the beginning, so I will claim them here for the Second Guest Express. And I am going to go back to hockey, and I have a question for you embedded in my pick. I'm going to go with Sam Reinhart over 0.5 goals at plus 105. And I didn't put it in my picks because I want your honest answer to this question. And if I put it in uh, our competition, you wouldn't have given it to me. So Reinhardt has scored in 9 out of 10, 16 out of 20, but only 57% of games on the season. So in hockey, when you hear that and you see a plus 105 number, is your instinct that goals come in bunches? And you should continue to play the current trend? Or do you look at that like, uh, well, you know, it's basically a 50-50 proposition that he scored on the high year, uh, the whole year. And do you think that regression is coming? So you should kind of go on the other side of this bet, uh, given his season averages. I think that's a good question. I, I think the guys who are uh, great goal scorers in the top of the league and goal scoring, they are less streaky and they're just more consistent. And it's, you know, when I've talked about Austin Matthews before, he's first in the league with 38 goals. Number two is Sam Reinhardt with 34 goals. So getting plus money for the second leading goal scorer, I, I would definitely take. Now, is this, you know, kind of out of character for Sam Reinhardt? In a sense, I think he's a great player. Is he as good? You know, the other guys in the names around him, when you have Austin Matthews, you have David Poster. Nikita Kucherov, Artemi Panarin. Those are the names you're used to hearing and the, the highest goal scorers in the league. Those are, these are your all-stars. These are some of the best players in the league. Uh, Reinhardt, you know, kind of catapulting into that. You could, you know, be skeptical and say, is he a kind of a streaky, a bunch goal scorers? Then he goes, you know, quiet for a bunch of games. But uh, the Panthers are having a quietly really good season and he's our main reason why. And again, he's it's no fluke that he's second. So getting plus money on him to score, uh, I, I actually do like that a lot. All right, we'll get it in over at Caesars, guys. I'm doing hockey. You're doing the NBA. Let's do it. This is fun. This is, I mean, this is my first uh, trendy NBA bet, and I, I will come clean with something. I'm going to say it here to you guys before I even talk about it on Twitter. I feel kind of like a not a insecure because I knew where I did grow up, and I am a, a fan of the New York Knicks here. But uh, quietly, I have been watching them. I have been tuning in. I have, you know, the MSG Plus app on my phone and ESPN Plus if they're playing, depending where they are. I'm, I'm watching the games. They did play the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, fantastic win by, by the Knicks there tonight. Um, the Knicks on, uh, I believe, Thursday, they're home in the Garden. They're playing the Denver Nuggets. Tough matchup. But what's not tough, what should not be tough 
is Jalen Brunson, who I'm sure Dallas is kicking themselves for letting him go. But this guy is a bona fide superstar. I like the Jalen Brunson over points. I don't even care what it is. I know it was like 28 and a half versus the uh, the Brooklyn Nets. So I'm assuming it'll be somewhere near there. Jalen Brunson has scored 30 points or more in five straight games. Jalen Brunson has shot 50 percent or better from the floor uh, in each of his last four games. That's tied for the longest streak by a guard in Knicks franchise history, which is pretty guard rich. So uh, I got to say, this guy is a uh, not, not a homegrown superstar, but we got him pretty early in his career from Dallas. And uh, people are loving him. Jalen, uh, he's helping Julius Randle play a lot better. And uh, this team seems to be meshing uh, at the right time, uh, as long as you know Coach Tibbs does not run them into the ground and uh, overplay some players, which he tends to do uh, at some point. Uh, some of his stops along his career. But right now things are going well for, I guess, both teams in uh, Madison Square Garden. God, unconventional, like shaped, weird game, herky-jerky style, point guard, playing in the city. I mean, they've got to absolutely love him. Like he'd be at home mm-hmm. on Rucker, he'd be at home on the Cades down in fourth, and here he is lighting it up in Madison Square Garden instead. And if they trade Randall and they find a taker for that contract, look out on Jalen Brunson props for the rest of the year, because the only time he doesn't go over is when Randall gets stars in his eyes and says it's his night to shine and therefore takes over in the usage and keeps Brunson from hitting the score sheet as hard as he should. That is absolutely true. And people were going crazy over the trade they made recently, getting rid of uh, RJ Barrett and Emmanuel quickly and quickly was a, uh, you know, a fan favorite, but, uh, but what OG has been doing for there, a great defensive player, a great three point shooter. He's really helped this team. His stretch has been unbelievable. So uh, yeah, you're right. As long as Randall kind of keeps in line and plays, and he has played well when his head's, uh, you know, screwed on straight, then uh, there's really no qualms because the, the team is playing really well. They have a, a deep enough bench. And again, Tibbs is a coach that I trust. So uh, quietly, uh, I have been watching uh, the Knicks uh, here and there, checking in on my phone because I am warming myself up for a, a playoff run here. So it's exciting times uh, to be in midtown Manhattan all right well was it exciting times on waiver wire this week did you get Brett and I our flowers the ones who might be flower you in the fantasy postseason uh, competition it came up uh, obviously me and Jan are rooting very hard against uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens because uh, we have Isaiah likely and you guys have the quarterback so losing Josh Allen we're not upset about that Josh Allen gave it his all uh, obviously wish they won that game versus the Chiefs because we would have been you know Smooth sailing uh, the rest of the way if we had uh, Josh there. But uh, I I think, you know, with a 30 plus point lead, I I think the players we have uh, left, if the Ravens lose, we still should be able to hold on. And or maybe if the Ravens win and Lamar's just a passenger, you know, one of those games where it's just Gus Edwards and, you know, uh, just running the ball, the defense, uh, you know, makes a big pick six or special team, something like that. Not these uh, MVP like games that that Lamar's been having recently. So that definitely came up. Obviously, Josh Allen came up and uh, will he be a first round pick next year and don't bet against Mahomes? So uh, only, it's crazy to think only three games left uh, really in this NFL season. But uh, yeah, good times today on Wave Wire with Jen. Yeah, Lemon Pepper Parlay came out and I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm pretty confident it's going to feature a lot of gunnels crowing about the Chiefs. We also have uh, Covered in Glory coming back talking FA Cup on Thursday, and we will wrap up the week with the Hench episode of Minus Three, the final showdown between myself and Eddie on Trendy, the best of episode on the Extra Points feed on Friday, as well as our most popular product, our 15-minute pregame show that is somehow going way over 15 minutes, even though you have fewer and fewer games to discuss. Uh, I could give a little tease on that one. There will be some more Shecky's announced, so keep your, uh, your ears out. 
Oh, that is a great tease. I thought he was putting entirely. I was about to put in a word. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we did it late on Monday. We're doing it early here on Tuesday night for the Wednesday games. We hope that you really sink yourself into the couch. Enjoy the action. We'll be back on Friday. Until then, take care, everyone. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.